Hello everyone. So there are several food myths that people have regarding Hashimoto's thyroid disease. And I am going to talk about top six myths and see why they are wrong. Hi, I am Dr. Anshul Gupta. I help people reverse their thyroid disease by making personalized functional medicine plans. So let's talk about the food myths which are going around in a lot of people when they're trying to make a food plan for their Hashimoto's disease. So the number one food myth is that people say that I don't have to avoid gluten because I don't have celiac disease. So gluten is a very major problem for majority of the people with Hashimoto's disease. Now celiac disease is a severe allergy to gluten. That means that as soon as you eat gluten, your body starts making tons and tons of antibodies and those antibodies destroy your gut and your body completely. And in those situations, definitely people have to eliminate gluten completely from their diet. But the new research also suggests there is another kind of gluten problem that a lot of people with Hashimoto's disease have and that is called non-celiac gluten sensitivity. Now, in this situation, your body is sensitive to gluten protein and it doesn't make tons and tons of antibodies, but it makes very less amount of antibodies. So when it makes very small amount of antibodies, you do not have severe reactions. But these small antibodies over the course of weeks to months and years, again, start destroying your gut, leads to leaky gut and causes Hashimoto's. So that's the reason even though you might not have celiac disease and you might have done blood work for it, you still have to avoid gluten if you have Hashimoto's because there is a high chance that you have non-celiac gluten sensitivity and gluten on the long-term basis is going to destroy your thyroid gland. The second myth a lot of people with thyroid disease have is that they need to cut calories or they need to go on a very low calorie diet to lose weight. And this is completely untrue. In fact, what research suggests is that people who go on low-calorie diets, they actually have low levels of T3 hormone in their body. Now, T3 is a thyroid hormone which is an active version of thyroid hormone. Now, when you go on a very, very low-calorie diet, your body actually reduces the amount of free T3 which is present in your body. And actually, it increases the amount of reverse T3. Now, reverse T3 actually is opposite to T3. This is the hormone which is actually not letting your thyroid do its function. So, high amount of reverse T3 is bad for your body. So, low calorie diets actually causes harm to your body and doesn't let lose weight. And that is the number one reason that several females who have been on low calorie diet for several years are not able to lose weight, especially if they have Hashimoto's. Low calorie diet actually in fact slows down your metabolism and that again doesn't let you to lose weight. So it is not about the calories, it is about the quality of the food. There are certain qualities of the food that needs to be incorporated, especially if you have Hashimoto's and thyroid disorders. The third myth that people have is that they should be avoiding iodine completely if they have Hashimoto's. Now again, this is an, a myth that is present. Iodine is an important mineral which is needed by your thyroid gland to make thyroid hormone. Research suggests that high amount of iodine can cause Hashimoto's, but also low amount of iodine will also cause Hashimoto's. So we have to be somewhere in the middle 
so that we can completely take care of your Hashimoto's. So what that means is that you need to still include some amount of iodine, which is the food sources of iodine, so that you can take care of your Hashimoto's. So you don't have to take high doses of supplements with iodine, but still incorporate food with iodine in it. The third myth that we have is that AIP is the best diet for Hashimoto's. AIP stands for Autoimmune Paleo Diet. Now, Autoimmune Paleo Diet is a very, very restrictive diet. It eliminates several sections of food from your diet, including gluten, dairy, sugars, grains, legumes, lentils, seeds, whole bunch of things. So you're left with a very limited quantity of food. Now, autoimmune diet or AIP diet might be good for very small number of clients with Hashimoto's, but not for everyone. Each and every individual is different and their body needs are different. So it is very important to do a diet based on your body type. And in that, working with a professional is very helpful because they can suggest the right diet from you. Because I've seen several people doing AIP diet and in fact, they harm their body because once they start introducing foods, now they become sensitive and reactive to all the foods around them. The next myth that people have is that changing the diet alone is going to cure your Hashimoto's. And the answer to that is that it is not a reality. Just changing your diet alone is not going to cure your Hashimoto's. Several other things need to be done to cure your Hashimoto's. In that aspect, taking the right supplements, working on stress management techniques, doing detox to eliminating the toxins that are present in your body, working on your immunity so that your body decreases the amount of antibodies that is destroying your thyroid gland. These are just some of the things that are needed along with the diet to treat Hashimoto's. So diet alone is not going to treat your Hashimoto's. Diet definitely is going to be helpful and it is one of the major component of the treatment of Hashimoto's, but you have to work on all the other root causes so that your Hashimoto's gets treated. The last myth a lot of people have is that ashwagandha, which is a supplement, is harmful for Hashimoto's. So this came, you know, actually in reality where ashwagandha was thought to be a nightshade group of foods. Nightshade group of foods, you know, are certain foods which sometimes can be harmful for autoimmune disease patients and Hashimoto's is an autoimmune condition. So that's the reason people were concerned that ashwagandha is also harmful. So research has shown that ashwagandha has several benefits. One of the major benefits is that it supports your adrenal glands. It reduces inflammation in your body. It acts as an antioxidant and reduces the reactive oxygen species which are destroying your thyroid gland. Ashwagandha also improves your mood, improves the stress and has also shown that it can help you to lose weight. So these are all the benefits of ashwagandha for thyroid patients. But yes, ashwagandha might not be the best choice for each and every client. And there are certain patients which do not do well with ashwagandha and for those they need to avoid it. But for a majority of the clients, it is fine. So again, the point comes is that it is very important to work with a professional who knows your body type? Who knows that which supplement is good for you and work with them? So you see, these are the top six food myths which are present in a lot of communities and people are following these things which are actually harming their thyroid gland. So please do not follow these things. Please, if you like this video, 
लाइक आर चैनल सब्सक्राइब टू इट थैंक यू सो मच बाय